1: How you doing? You're listening to the Murder Hobros. It's a podcast. There's role-playing games. Simple. I don't want to talk too long today because today's episode runs a little bit longer. It is a normal episode with all of our voices, and it should take us to the conclusion of the 24 hours in the Lizardfolk Enclave. As always, if you like the show, let us know. You can hit us on at Murder Hobros on Twitter. You can also support the podcast by rating and leaving a review on whatever podcast listening platform you use. All right, here's some music. Then we're jumping in. Bye-bye. All right, so I make it... uh, I'm going to say... (coughs) You've got two chunks and then a a last little bit of time. So for the next three-hour chunk, Nickass, you wake in the morning. um, You've spent a lot of time with the guards. What is your approach for this next three-hour chunk that will take you up to 10 o'clock?
3: Now, the way it works with... Warlocks is different from obviously clerics and paladins, right? Like Mm -hmm. divine, whatever that they have, Mm -hmm.
4: uh,
3: is they ask and they might answer. But with warlocks, is if they ask, they always answer?
1: No. Um, Some depending on what your patron is, some are completely indifferent. What is your? Who is your patron? Oh, it must be
3: my goddess. Is it's
1: uh, yeah. You can try and reach out, but I will take a... Uh, Cause I'm a paladin and a this... warlock. <laughs> so, tell, me what, tell me what you want to do, and I'll decide what you need to roll.
3: So basically, uh, I want to ask persana to see if there's any uh, way that she can bless this place. And or um, tell us if there's any danger coming, you know, like an early warning
1: um, make a religion check.
3: Religion, please tell me I am. Nope, minus one. Fantastic. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> minus one. My intellect is nine,
4: right? So. Yeah,
0: my, my zero. Actual <laughs> zero. Actual <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> <nine>. one.
1: <laughs> Solid zero. Solid zero. Um, you wake up. Uh, I don't know what cubby you've you've hold in for the night. You're not actually as cold as you'd expect. Um, and you pray. And
3: nothing. Um,
1: It's almost like, yeah. yeah. For a second, you think, does she exist? (laughs) Is my life a lie? And uh, then you find faith again. But no, there there is. There is. You. You feel removed from her at this time. Okay. Uh, Um. So, how do you want to spend this time, Nikas? After your little sad pray.
3: can I go to um, the shamans then of the people yep. and see if I uh, <laughs> could uh, see if their religion and my religion if there's any crossover with our, if our gods like each other that kind of thing whether we can um...
1: do you speak draconic?
3: I do oh, uh,
1: make an insight check please as soon as you walk into I do speak primordial uh...
3: if they speak primordial insight here we go. 13.
1: You wander into um, the area, really, basically, where Strand is sleeping. And you quietly pad in, and you can see the lizard folk, the shaman, and the disciples uh, talking outside one of the rooms. And as soon as you come, you instantly read the body as Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Another one. Yep.
3: All right. I get the hint.
1: And then they kind of just like look at you. They're frostier this morning.
3: All right? Okay. I'll I'll get the I'll leave <laughs> like I'll uh, I'll try and find Shell and see you know if you, if me and him want to go wander see if we can somehow. Uh
1: you can find Shell in that in the room outside which they're uh, looking in. Shell uh do you wake up?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll go with him.
1: Sorry, like sorry. Fish- it wouldn't be Shell's room, sorry. It'll be Strand. Strand's room yeah, there outside, Strand. sorry. Strand. I do beg your pardon. Strand, uh do you wake up? Yeah. Do you want to fuck off together?
4: Can do. We both don't speak the language, so... Um, whatever we do. Is there... Is there a bar in here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can look for one. Yeah. Have a look for All one. right. I will give you Strand, because you spent so much time with these guys, and you're actually giving them what they want by leaving. <laughs> I'll give you one last um, persuasion check with advantage. For the amount of sheer fucking time you spent with these shamans
4: I, I imagine that i was repeating the 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 chanting thing far too much
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope you roll hey. natural 20 <laughs> oh natural 20 as soon as you walk away um a, like, and go with faking the whole time all of a sudden nick like, has, five seconds of
4: understanding draconic i'm like just explain myself like, you he, see he's
1: a ge- he's a genius clutch each other with open joy run to each of you nick ass you actually get kissed on the on the side of the cheek and they hug you hug you hug you and push you down the corridor waving by <laughs> strand you have achieved one of the hardest things which is strangely through sheer bullying and perseverance you have obtained the trust of the shamans which is worth a fucking lot you're welcome Pass me my highlighter. <laughs> <laughs> 24 is a number. All right. So where are you two going? You're looking for food, right? A bar. Or booze? Yeah, breakfast God, and booze. That is a hard, um, breakfast and hard find. Uh, I'm going to say, ping on a random room for me, please. That one. Got it. You walk into... This room, (laughs) more shamans. (laughs) Uh, You just walk into a room that is, well, it it looks like a barracks, actually. Fifteen straw mattresses are placed around the room, each with a small wooden chest at its foot. A long table is in the center of the room with benches to each side. Four lizardfolk warriors are receiving orders from a heavily armored officer. Another lizardfolk, dressed in the robes of a Simonian shaman, standing to the side, observing the assembly you have not seen this shaman before um what do you want to
4: do uh just get their attention and uh point i'm guessing he's got like a a beer mug on him and uh mime
1: drinking okay and Um, and eating they're going to direct (laughs) you somewhere and they direct you to uh i found a room it's quite close they direct you uh here Round the corridor, and uh, across a bit. And um, this is the banquet hall. Five unarmed lizard folk are preparing this area for a breakfast feast, setting tables with wood and stone utensils. Several long wooden tables are placed end-to-end in the centre of the hall with wooden benches running along each side. At the south end of the tables is a large wooden chair. Four slightly smaller chairs flank it, Two on each side facing the table. Placed on the tables are earthenware pots, jars, plates and cups. Five drinking mugs and woven baskets. Against the west and east walls are tall wooden cupboards. There are five lizard folk in here. um, And they are polite in uh, the customs of of lizard folk towards you. And um, there is food available if you wish. And alcohol. Alcohol. Um, there are drinks. You can try them. I will try them. It doesn't take you long to actually find some sort of cider. Um, These lizard folk have got, uh, it's a modified cider. It's not like the cider, you know, in the Dwarven pubs that you'd frequent. It is very close, though, it, uh, to a cider that you would recognize. It's just, maybe there's like berries in there somehow. Or the there's an extra element. But to you, this is like weird cider really and I um, guess Nickass would have never
4: had alcohol before
1: <laughs> yeah Nickass you had alcohol before how could I
4: I'm, I'm
3: underwater um, I guess well, not no yeah I guess I've never had alcohol interesting
1: you're gonna you're gonna try some
3: yeah it's liquid why not <laughs>
1: have, have, some, how, have some of that how are you drinking it are you just necking as much as you can? Are you having a little city? I, I, okay, this is this is where it gets a little bit weird. I, obviously, I've, have
3: I drunk stuff before? Obviously. No, we went to the pub.
1: You must. Yeah, we went to the pub. Yeah, you must. In... Yeah, you have had alcohol yeah, before, uh, yeah. yeah. You instantly got dehydrated with some sort of gin, if I yeah. recall. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you've had alcohol before. Uh, if you drink the cider, it's probably more palatable than what you was uh, consuming there, although different. Yeah. Probably closer to your palate actually than what you have drank there I don't know but um, you, you eat there are fresh uh, fish that has been um, seared and, and charred a little bit um, there is meats there is um, even like a sort of um, like flatbread huh? and uh, are you engaging with the commoners in here because commoners I will tell you this is um, you haven't got any trust of the commoners yet yeah, you've yeah, worked okay, shamans. You've all right. Uh, how are you gonna try and earn their trust as you eat in breakfast?
4: Uh, these guys got any dice
1: or anything?
3: I actually have. Oh, sorry. Hold on. My, I, well, I'm proficient in gaming. Said, for some reason, because of my soldier background. So, if there's any games happening, I can help out. Get, tell some stories about what's it like. Uh,
1: In, you know, the trenches. Are they called trenches? I don't know what trenches. (laughs) Trenches called (laughs) trenches. You can get a sea trench. You totally can get sea trenches. (laughs) The Mariner's You went trench, out with a shoe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! And suddenly, the word trench becomes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> fucking horrible. It's instant,
4: isn't it? Jesus Christ! You're welcome.
1: Tell me how you're <laughs> going to earn the trust of these commoners.
4: Yeah, I think we play like a simple dice game, yeah. or
1: okay. Uh, I guess make a performance check. Uh, you can either both roll or one of you roll with advantage. I don't mind.
3: Can I use that gaming set proficiency?
1: Yeah, you, you get plus two to your proficiency for that.
3: My strength, strength, 14.
1: Ooh. And what, what, was, the, um, what was the thing he wanted? Uh, that would be performance. 18. Nice. The two of you do put on a bit of a show. Whilst the game, uh, if you're playing with dice, um, the logic of it is easy for them to suddenly learn just from watching you, although the custom is different. And it starts off shy as these just just watching and continuing about their businesses, they're setting places and and bringing food out. And then as you put on a bit of a show and probably get more flamboyant and open at least with your body language to them, they start to watch and you can actually probably read that they start to chuckle and make comments to each other. Then all of a sudden they're watching you. And um, if you permit, they want to join it.
4: Yeah, I think that's the whole purpose yeah.
1: of it. So, they join in. Uh, I will take from each of you a persuasion check, please. For the success of this trust-building exercise.
4: 10. 10. Oh, no, I got, uh,
1: 18. You I both got 18, 18. I got 18, sorry. Uh, 18 <laughs> and a 10. These aren't hard to win the trust of. You have both succeeded. Um, the commoners love you. Um, they... Enjoy spending time with you. Um, The language barrier is huge. You have no idea what they're saying at all. Um, But they are very friendly, actually. And because you're putting the time and effort in with them, they're quite happy to meet you halfway. And that is another faction uh, converted to your cause. Plowing through. Uriel, you wake up, I am assuming... With your mate up in one of the barracks, Um, there is food and drink already brought for you, some sort of like porridge gruel and some fish and some fruit and um, two different drink options in front of you. And this is all mimed as like a gift to you so that you're welcomed. And the rest of the barracks kind of like continues around you. They're active. There's a shift change about to happen. Uh, What would you like to do?
2: Um, I think it'd be rude not to to indulge in a bit of breakfast with these guys. So, you know, kind of mm. uh sit around, share a few drinks, uh, you know. Um I'm assuming uh that the the guy that I did the patrol with is still kind of looking after my my bow and arrow for me. Yeah,
1: he's in there. He's actually the one that probably got you the breakfast. Yeah. Um Uh he he has breakfast with you. Um yeah. the other guys are in there. Uh it looks like he's off shift now. Um the timings of these these patterns seem unusual to you. You haven't quite got the your head around like the logic of, of, of how this is working. But you, you have a, a pleasant enough breakfast. Um, after breakfast, what do you want to do?
2: Um, I think. How how many more hours do we have left to, to kind of make a, any kind of uh, judgment decision or anything?
1: So it's seven at the minute. So you have one major-ish activity here that will get you up to say nine o'clock you'll have another major one and then it's basically finishing off so you've got two basic goes to try and swing the favor and then a little bit of cleaning up time yeah and that should be it
2: um with um with nikas and strand kind of making a bit of a ruckus playing games and whatnot in the banquet hall wouldn't do you reckon i'd be able to mm. kind of hear them
1: yeah you're close enough okay um, yeah you can join up with them
2: yeah i want to take. Uh, <laughs> So uh, my my guard friend, uh, let's mm. name him Trevor. Uh, me and Trevor will uh, we'll head over to the banquet hall. You know, we might take our our drinks and, uh, and a bowl of porridge and eat as we go. And you know, Tony's on my shoulder, pecking down and having a little bit of a uh, little bit of porridge as we uh, as we head to the to the banquet hall.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I think. It'd be a good idea for me to kind of uh, speak to Strand and Nikas uh, and get some basic information as to what they've gathered from their 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 time, you know, spending in the the caves and stuff, just to kind of see if we're on the same page, and share my information, of course.
1: So you do share what you guys know that um, they've made in ways with commoners and shamans. Um, You've made progress, but not conclusive progress with the guards um, you mentioned that you've seen Chad around and that he, he's he been making a presence but you don't know where he is at the moment um, that's probably what you would know
2: yeah, I guess I just want to kind of find out, because uh, I guess at the moment Uriel's been very sceptical about the whole thing, like mm. uh, from the beginning uh, he didn't even want to get on the little boat and go into the cave, he wanted to kind of do his own thing and, and stay mm. uh, stay kind of in solitude as much as he can, but I guess he knows at this point we're in the cave, we're not really getting out, I can't escape, so I kind of need to, to figure out where we're at and... I guess I need to to find out from, from Nikash and and Strand to see what they're what they're thinking about this alliance. Uh, what do we do about you know the 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 Council of Saltmarsh? Where where are we at? Sort of in our minds on the mission.
1: Go for it. What do you want to tell him?
2: I just want to ask what what, what they're thinking at the moment. Uh, obviously, kind of I don't if I'd uh, find out from Nikash that he's been trying to train them. I'm guessing he's more on the side of trying to. To, to join up with them and, and, and fight the, the Sakokin, mm. but uh, yeah, I don't really know Strand, we've not really talked, but I guess it'd be a good, good idea to, to see where he's at you know, he's not really had a great time in getting much information or getting high or anything, so mm. um, <laughs> uh, Strand,
1: do you want to respond to any of, of, of these probings from Uriel? Sure, sure thing
4: well, I've, I've had a brilliant time with the best guys have made lifelong friends and i think i'm going to come here every year to see them <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay you've clearly had too much to drink this morning um <laughs> nick <laughs> nick has. you obviously seem very willing and very adept at fighting the sakwakin as as three quarters of this team in air quotes you know i'm still kind of a little bit on the side what what do you think what do you think we're going to do when we have to to meet up with the queen and and make a decision what 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 are you thinking
3: um well as a triton our lifelong goal is to keep the evil beings from the other elemental plane of existence away from land, away from other people, and the Sahagin are trying to stop us from doing that any means possible. So if these people need help from me, I'll give it to them, because any way to stop the Sahogins is another favour for my deity persona. So I don't really care about the council or the queen or anything like that, just as long as I help well, I am saying I do care about the queen in a way that her enemies are my enemies as well.
2: Okay. And uh, Strand, I'm I'm going to sort of tip some more alcohol in your uh, in, in in your little va- in, your, in, your, in your in your cup there and your uh, <laughs> Yeah, in one of those as well. And you know, ask you which 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 team are you on, you on Team Saltmarsh, Team Team Lizardfolk or or or, or Team Strand.
4: I think we should combine forces and fight these saggy guns and really get... We can't have them running the town, killing everyone. We've got to get these people on our side. I've already got my mates. (laughs) The shamans. The shamans. (laughs) They're really... I mean, what a blast. No hallucinogenics. Waste of time on that front. But don't worry. Give me two hours. I'll find the the hallucinogens. We're good.
1: All right. Trevor stands up, and um, obviously this whole conversation is completely over his head. Yeah. Um, and he's still wearing your your bow and arrow and, and stuff. Uh, and he taps his chest, like over his heart, and he just goes, Garrett, <laughs> and looks intently at you, Uriel.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd need to... He would He would get the attention of all the other guys within the room doing that, I assume.
1: Um, the commoners are kind of working around him. They're not freaked they, out by anything he's they, just said.
2: They don't kind of look at him and, and stand up and do the same thing. They don't... Um... No,
1: no, 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 no. He then puts a hand on you yeah. and leans in and then taps his heart again and just goes... Garrett.
2: Okay. If 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 nobody's making any kind of you know you know what, what you'd do to a general, you know, you'd stand up and salute. I'm guessing a hand on the shoulder's quite friendly, so I'll mm. I'll I'll put my, my hand on his his shoulder and, and try my best to, to imitate what he said. Garrett. <laughs> but not he in looked, Welsh.
1: Make an insight check. Garrett.
2: Right. Garrett.
1: <laughs> Everyone else in that room can make an insight check too. Uh, eleven. Is he saying
4: his name, 18. or is he saying
2: die? <laughs> he's saying his name. Say Trevor. Seven.
1: Nick asks, <laughs> yeah. "It's really obvious to you. Um, this lizard man is Garrett, and he's basically trying to say, like, see you later, mate. I'm Garrett. I'll have your yeah. stuff. I'm gonna have a wander. Come find me later." <laughs>
4: If he was really polite, he would say, my name is Garrett. So,
1: <laughs> that's not very polite, he can do one. Do you pass this information on, Nick? Fuck no. No, I do, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> yeah. uh, and once more, he just looks at you intently and just goes, Garrett. And then he kind of like takes his hand up and then mimes walking with his fingers.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I guess at this point I'll... With, with Nikas's uh, information, you know, he kind of gets the idea that this is this guy's name. I'll uh, hand, hand right hand on my chest, left hand on his shoulder, Uriel, you know, pointing to him, pointing to me, Uriel, mm. and... He nods um, and smiles. And um, maybe make a, a kind of a smiled suggestion at getting my bow and arrows back, because I don't really want to walk off with them.
1: Make a persuasion check with advantage. So this is... Th- I'm Kind of tying this in a nice little bow, all of the work you've been doing with these these soldiers. Okie dokie. And I guess it will also determine whether he will.
2: Oh, oh step up. <laughs> not great.
1: He he just pats you on the head oh. in like yeah. a very like patronising, but he means it in a kind way. Yeah. And just uh, and basically just walks out with your stuff. Great. And and and, and the gesture is like yeah, I'll see you later. Yeah. And he just <laughs> say your name is he goes Uriel, <laughs> and then walks out. <laughs>
2: All right, I just smile and wave and then turn around to, to Nickass and Strand and put up my arms and just go, what What the fuck? He was
1: fucking... He was no shaman, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pause you guys there. Shale, uh, you wake up. Where do you wake up?
0: Uh, the children I'm...
1: live over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Amazing. <laughs>
1: and Your I'll edit out. phone number is 0- yeah. 7- 07... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just where do, the how do you? How do you, <laughs> how do you? Where do you wake? What would you like to do? Um,
0: I imagine I probably would have slept around one of these rooms.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, very close start. to Strand, actually.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a deep sleeper. Uh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> let's wander down this side because I've been up this area. Okay, that's good.
1: So that's interesting, actually. Ooh, and you have a wander in the morning. Uh, you can grab some fruit and food from the shaman's quarters. It's easy enough. It's on display out in there. And uh, you just see this open cave entrance, basically, on on the west side of, of, of these, these quarters. And it yawns 30 feet wide, at least, and 15 feet high. And outside in the cave is basically sunlight. There's marshy ground, and it's turning to mud near the cave. And... Openly, there are tracks from large creatures that seem to pass in and out Um, inside the cave where you are. Is this thick mud, and um, you're on this raised pathway basically? Um, But if you was to walk through the mud, it would it would start to affect like your movement. It's it's thick and messy, and the cave itself is about forty feet high. And you, you are looking at all of this from this narrow stone pathway which connects from the entrance that you've come in from, from the shaman's area, and leading deeper into uh, the hillside, really. Um, there is a sudden movement from the mud and basically six giant lizards just spring out of the mud. Um they're not a threat to you but they just spring out of the mud all of a sudden at your arrival and um, they're kind of like wallowing in the mud a couple of them are watching you and their tongues flick out and are clearly scenting the air morning (laughs) there is no reaction
0: jeez are you just rude no
1: reaction these are big. These are big enough to be ridden. Uh, you, they might be some sort of draft animal.
0: Shao's just a little bit backwards that he thinks all lizards oh. can talk now. All right, then fuck you then. <laughs> and it, I'll look at the sun and I'll spit because like I've being back in here for a day has made me kind of miss the underdark a little bit and enjoy being somewhere. The sun is not something that Shao particularly enjoys, so he'll kind of spit on the ground next to it. Uh, And I'll keep strolling up.
1: Make a persuasion check before you do. No, sorry. Make a perception check.
0: Persuasion check to the side. Too many persuasion (laughs) checks. Fucking hell. (laughs)
1: Uh, 15. You see a glint as you're about to leave in the mud, uh, deep in the mud, around where all of these these giant lizards are. And um, you have a closer look. And partly buried in the mud is like a breastplate. It looks battered and and twisted. And it's clearly detached from the full suit of plate armour it once belonged
0: I will to. mage hand that shit over to myself.
1: You lift uh, it and as you do, you can easily remove the breastplate from the ground. It's absolutely mashed up. However, um there is a, something underneath it buried in the mud. Clearly you feel like, even with like this, the, this mage hand, you can feel the weight and the movement of something underneath the breastplate that kind of like was kind of lodged together and it just flops down into the mud and you, you kind of see something mm, tawakee, kind of flop out of the breastplate
0: can I or, try and dig drop. around with my mage hand a little bit or can I
1: make a sleight of hand check
0: Ugh, these are all skills that I do not have at uh, least this is better than most of other things oh 15 again
1: you pull out uh, a longsword and I will say uh, it is a plus one longsword I'll tell you that right Ooh, now oh hello Uh, It is a nice-looking, if slightly muddy, longsword. You may add that to your collection. The lizards are completely indifferent. However, they might not have liked you walking through them. Can
0: I throw, like, the rest of my uh, mushroom to... There you go, boys. Thank you very much.
1: Animal handling check.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: (laughs) They just ignore you. One of them actually belches, like, very loud. And then just slowly turns away ignoring the mushrooms
0: uh i will then carry on i'll kind of sh- i bet this looks hilarious on me <laughs> it's um, big yeah it looks like a fucking bastard sword i look like cloud from Final Fantasy. of fantasy <laughs> and i will i'm gonna prop it up on my shoulder and kind of walk down uh let, let's keep going up this way
1: are you stopping up for all the rooms or are you, are you just gonna uh, keep walking if,
0: if there's anything out, there, I'll, I'll maybe have a listen
1: okay uh, I- i'll i'll show you um there is an open door here, and you can see a guard room. It's a bare room with only a wooden bench set against the west wall. There are a couple of lizard folk in here. Two or th- I think there's three in there, actually. And they just kind of like just look at you as you walk past with with a sword, but they still don't jump up.
0: I'll go, like, I don't look threatening. I'll just give them a no. little nod. All right, lads.
1: Uh, they do t- obviously speak the same language as you, and they just go, Yep. Morning, me. Did you call me meat? <laughs> yeah, did, did. <laughs> White scales. Bit rude, me. <laughs> didn't call you soft as fuck, did I?
0: <laughs> I didn't call you rough as fuck, did I?
4: Here go our points. See you, me.
0: No need to be sad, mate. i only having a bit of joke. Oh, he got it And I'll point to his mate
4: <laughs> Eat you later <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not if I'll get you first mate And I'll give him a wink
1: <laughs> Okay I don't know how he'd respond to that It he just, he just stares at you And as you walk off If you walk off He just goes "Bother me." mate <laughs> Bye Bye then mate <laughs> See, Then you just hear very quietly See me." <laughs>
0: I, I, I wait here for five minutes and then I pop back and go, see you, mate.
1: <laughs> and then when you walk off, there's silence. Oh, that makes
0: it. <laughs> I go back and carve the word
1: bye into the floor. <laughs> he the walks out into the corridor and. <laughs> And he, 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 he pees <laughs> against the wall and it just says, <laughs> me in his piss.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he smiles.
0: Excellent dickygraphy.
1: It's dictation. He goes, Thank you, put uh, a lot of effort into that. Well, I better get on. See me. See mate,
0: wait. You ever wanted to go on a, on a ship, sail the world? No. Me either. Like
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, I'll come back here.
1: And he just shouts, "Bye then, mate." And <laughs> I'm going to leave it silent.
0: Uh, I'm going to collect this room. Uh, go and have a little look.
1: Uh, you open the door and he just goes, "Looks what I won then, mate." <laughs> uh, uh, it's twenty-four. Uh, uh, this one uh, is when,
0: it, when he's saying that. Can a mage hand appear around the corner and just wave <laughs> goodbye
1: oh. He runs out and just goes. <laughs> he he just goes. Toodleoo, then me.
0: Wait, when I like when the hand's gone, can I try and hide behind a rock so he can't see me and he thinks I'm gone? Yeah. That's stealth as shit. <laughs> Fifteen.
1: Uh, I'm going to roll uh, a perception check Of I know what his He doesn't know you're there Yes Yeah he definitely doesn't know you're there
0: I'll kind of wait (laughs) I imagine this has taken About half an hour Oh yeah
1: fucking ages And he just talks to his mate and he goes Got him dinner
0: No he didn't uh, let's go here.
1: <laughs> and he just stands up. You you walk into a nursery. Um... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't plan it. Where's Shatter?
1: <coughs> oh, oh. A bustle of activity <laughs> fills this room, and it's fairly out, fairly noisy. You want to shatter over the d- children? Yeah. Come on, Sandy. Oh, here comes over. Over a dozen lizard folk, adults and hatchlings mingle and play here. This appears to be a large nursery with adult lizard folk and hatchlings, including two familiar faces, distributed throughout the area in small groups. The young play or sleep while the adults chat, drink and, oh, this is now creepy, oil their bodies. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's exactly what it says. I'm not making that up. They're fucking oiling their skin. Did you, did you just
0: flick one of those things outside a door, Bash, to stop it banging? I just heard a boing-oing oing noise. From
1: <laughs> 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 Straw mattresses are scattered around the floor. Wooden tables hold earthenware cups, mugs, pitchers, and clay bowls filled with wildflowers. Chairs sit beside the tables with wooden stools here and there. There is about 20 lizard folk commoners in here and about 13 hatchlings. Uh, they're playing, and as soon as you open the door you can see uh, the two uh, friends you made uh, the previous day, which would be Achwak and uh, Vutha. And they come running with about three or four of their friends. And they start pulling you going, play with us, play with us. We've got a game. We've got a game.
4: What are we playing? Uh,
1: we play, uh, what do they say? They're, they say we're playing, uh, play hunters and gatherers. like right. You a hunter? And then the girl goes, uh, you're a hunter. And the boy goes, no, you're, you're a gatherer.
0: And I'll I walk up to the boy that said I'm a gatherer, and I'll tap him on the shoulder and say, I'm a fucking hunter, and then run.
1: <laughs> and they laugh and scream with joy and proceed to play this strange game, the rules of which probably escape you. It's a form of team. It's a little bit like a team tag game with zones, and they run between the two points. And the hunters, it's like Bulldog, really. Uh, are, are you playing a full game with these kids? Yeah. Um... Can you make a... I'll give you advantage because you spent some time with these kids before. A persuasion check for me, please, for the time you spend with these guys. Fuck's <laughs> sake! I'm so sorry, it's oh, all persuasion. 20. Oh! 20. All right. Not only do the kids absolutely love playing and being around you, you're you're playful and they enjoy that. You're almost like a big kid yourself. But what's cooler is the adults are watching you and they're very trusting of you and they watch you and kind of get some joy out of watching you playing. And it's strange behavior, but then you're a strange oddity to them anyway. And you have successfully earned the trust of um, other lizard folk, I would say. Uh, At least Get your highlighter out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the yes! highlighter. At least if everything oh. goes wrong, we can just come back here and kill them all. Wow. <laughs> We've got their Not trust. The younglings. <laughs> so, uh, at this point... Wait, wait, I would... c- c- can I yeah. just
0: ask one thing? Yeah. Uh, so, have I gained the trust of every one of these, child? Yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to ask them to do is every 20 <laughs> minutes, I want them to go down to the room <laughs> <them> <laughs> and say, see you, mate. and I want to just always do that for the rest of their lives
1: okay make a persuasion check with advantage because you put the groundwork in
4: you're going to break that poor (laughs) (laughs)
1: the long game 15 Uh, they love this they see the mischief in what you're doing I guess they don't really understand why or what's happening but as soon they but they 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 will question it when they turn about 18 (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, they they agree clearly seeing some sort of game in this and obviously they will get a reaction that will make it very fucking funny (laughs) so they will continue to do this for a long long time um well played uh it is now uh we'll say 10 o'clock um you've got one more go i will before it's conclusions times uh i'm going to try and do this quite quick the commoners i'm going to say you've won over you can see that just from your interactions other lizard folk in the colony They're one over. The shamans are one over. Soriv, the advisor, is one over. The merfolk are not one over. And I'm going to say, as you randomly are wandering, you bump into all of each other, the rest of your team, all four of you together. Uh, I'm going to say that for this last chunk of time, um, before I want you to come be summoned back, basically, to Othakant. I want you to stay together if you can. Um... Uh, You compare notes very quickly, like we've gone great with the shamans, we've gone great with the XYZs. But it comes up in conversation of merfolk being there. And this is the only group that you've distinctly met that's separate that you haven't clearly won the trust of. There may be more hidden around in here. So you could be asking questions for, you know, who else do I need to win the trust of? Or is it just the merfolk to, to deal with? What do you guys want to do as you hit a crossroads and just all walk into each other and and quickly relay your progress? It's good where you're at.
3: Have I... Do I know... uh, Like, I've I've had runnings with Murphock before, right? Surely.
1: Yeah, you would have. I think that's pretty pretty fair. Being very similar uh, racially, yeah. yeah. Okay,
3: so... Can I try and find out where they... Like, I, don't, I don't I don't know if they're um, friendly or not. That's the
4: thing.
1: You would know um, that these are perfectly reasonable <coughs> as a race. They're not as uh, lawful uh, or perhaps as good as your people. Yeah. You don't know whether that's your own natural bias or, or not, but y- you know that these are reasonable people and Murfolk have always had cordial relationships with Tritons. And you consider yourself a greater race through your arts and culture and customs. And generally, you would consider yourself more good. Um, But these are allies. These are not enemies of your people. And you have common ground in regards to you both have problems with the Sahuagin.
3: Cool. I'll try and... Yeah, if um, Uriel tells me that he ran into the merfolk, then I'll try and see where he Mm. met them and I'll go
1: see them. So, if it's okay with you guys, I want to keep you guys together for this one. Are you all, all down with that? Yeah. Yes,
2: yep. driver.
1: Uriel um, will take you through back to the Merfolk pool. Uh, I'd like everybody to make a perception check for me, please. Perception. 19. 14. Ooh, Uriel. 5. Ooh, 7 and a critical bastard. A waste. I
3: got 14.
1: Uh... Shale, did you roll, mate?
0: Yeah, I got five.
1: Oh, you got the five. Sorry. Uriel, you very used to see, go back to the chamber where the merfolk are. Uh, I suppose i better put them on the map. Uh, well, I'll do that in a minute. But they're swimming back where you left them. But you look just further around the corner, and I'm going to ping on the map. There's another step uh, that goes down into the water that you kind of, you didn't see much movement down there. But there is movement. And you see a whole separate race swimming around down there as well. Uh, and, Sia, you would recognize these strange beings as uh, Lokathar. These are like a fish people. Again, very similar uh, racially, probably further removed from you than Murfokar. Um, and you would recognize these as another aquatic race. They live in submerged tribal communities along sea coasts. They hunt both above and below the water. And their people have endured war, slavery... And mistreatment at the hands of other aquatic races, specifically Sahwagin being a, a main culprit. And again, these are potential allies of your people. There, you know, there's no bad blood, particularly between the Lokathar and uh, the Tritons. Cool. They're swimming. There's five of them swimming around in just a little bit further around from where the Murphok are. They don't seem to be um, engaging between the groups, but there's no animosity between them. And with the Locathar are five giant sea eels. Um These... You can see that one of the Locathar is riding one of them. Another one is playing with one of them. They are to specifically the land races probably quite predatory. They have really sharp teeth. These uh, horrid, vacant white eyes and very snake-like appearances. Their jaws look like they're big. They could by a hand off easily and they're in complete harmony with the Locathar swimming around so you've got two groups here the Merfolk and the Locathar what do you guys do
2: do we know what language the Locathar speak um start,
3: if, if,
1: yeah, Nick um... Asks, you would know that they speak Aquan and Common okay,
4: so here's the point boys they don't look like Shaman but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I can get one outside.
3: <laughs> so, did we establish if Primordial is the daddy language, right? And what they speak Aquan is like a subset.
0: It's a <laughs> very
1: it's, it's Primordial would be more like Latin, whereas Aquan would be like French Jersey. or Spanish. So, like yes. there are roots roots from Primordial, but. Very distinct differences and flavours that have evolved over, you know, centuries to produce whole separate um, language structures.
3: Well, if that's true, then how do we? How are we on good terms if we can't talk
1: to each other? You perhaps can't speak Aquan, but they can speak Common, and oh, right, so okay, can right, you.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'll just uh, jump into the water with them, just like. <laughs> have a little swim <laughs> which,
1: which, which group the, the merfolk or the lockatha the
3: merfolk first and then the lockatha
1: okay you swim around with the merfolk and there's an instant ripple of shock as you dive in and they process uh, that something quickly has swum in with them and then they recognize you for what you are and uh, they are speaking to you under the water and they said triton are you here for the alliance too I am
3: I heard that the Queen needs our he- uh, help with sahagins and I tried to give him as much information as I could.
1: Okay, you relay the information quickly and there is a... Uh, uh, it's a two-way street. They're not keeping secrets from you. They basically say that they're here for the reasons that you know. It, sahagin Alliance, Bosch. Um, and they're like, can we trust you? Are you going to join up with us?
3: Of course, i uh- people have always had good relationships in the trenches <laughs> i'm using trenches <laughs> <laughs> why not here
1: make a persuasion check with uh
3: persuasion okay i have mm-hmm. a plus five as well so this should fucking
1: <laughs> 17 oh my gosh nice. um you don't have to spend a great deal of time Nickass, uh to earn the trust of the murfolk um your cultures are so similar oh, fuck. Uh, and you spend basically you, you've you got the merfolk situation under control completely whilst your teammates are just watching you swim underwater and there's bubbles popping up and movement that's very hard for them to see because it's dark um, but you have very quickly using your similar cultures um, you've got their trust it's not hard for you um, whilst this is happening underwater you guys can see these strange fish people um, they literally look like a fish has got four arms and legs and flippers and a tail and they're swimming and playing and one of them stops and looks at you and they've got these lockathar are, are very cute Um, they've got these uh, very just very cute eyes and almost like this smiling Uh, face but their body shapes are strange they're very short their heads are quite large um, they've got little tummies they're anthropomorphically like fucking cute fish babies and uh, one of them's watching you and he just goes what are you doing?
4: standing around what are you doing? having a swim well, maybe
1: I'll play. have a swim. Come in. Water's nice. Real cold. I'll jump in. <laughs> Make an athletics check. <laughs> to <laughs> j- belly athletics to yeah. jump
3: into water, this is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to see what it looks like in my mind's eye. <laughs> one, one, one. Ten. All right. It's, pre- it's pretty average. Uh, it's a functioning dive. I want uh, to like not- run in
4: chaotically.
1: <laughs> you animal. do arms flail one leg yeah. kind of like slips behind you but you pull it into a dive at the end uh the Lokathar is completely you know I- indifferent uh and he's like yeah. so uh can you speak underwater uh no oh <laughs> no "Best rough Were you then uh, uh well it's like eels yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're all right. Eels are all right. You got it. Really, really big eels. And he goes, uh, "Sheba," and Sheba comes and swims up. And Sheba is a fucking massive. This like kelp-colored, dark eel just swims up in a very predatory movement, back arched, and just gets up very close to you, within perfect striking distance. And the jaw opens, and you can just see these needle-sharp teeth. And he goes, uh, "Is it Sheba?"
4: Shiva gonna fucking bite me?
1: Uh, Probably not.
4: No, we're good. Do
1: um, you want to ride on her? No? <laughs> go on then. Sheepa, uh and he says something in Aquan that sounds like bubbles popping in the air. Uh, and she crouches down and turns her head at the last minute and shows you the back of her head and her neck. You want to climb on? I'll climb on, yeah. Animal handling check. <sighs>
4: in an eel. Oh, that dreamy had.
1: As soon as you get a grip on God, uh, I this have that giant, as a
4: skill as well, for Christ's sake.
1: As uh, as soon as you get on the back of Sheba, she dives underwater <laughs> and she starts swimming really fast. Uh, she dodges two other eels and, and three other Sekolara who are watching and you just hear bubbles and laughter as she just goes off on one and she goes into the next cavern. Can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Ooh she thinks you could breathe underwater
3: 21
4: <laughs>
1: 21 you have a hell of a breath and uh basically this eel does laps around um she goes past the Coalinths, the humanoid like hobgobliny fish people and they're shocked to see a dwarf <laughs> clinging to it, a giant <laughs> eel uh, as it swims past, them. and you actually I'm pretty barge. Sure
0: you can see that on the internet somewhere. You barge, you barge the sergeant
1: out of the way, and he kind of like lets out like a. <clears throat> sort of like grunt underwater and and keeps swimming. The lizard folk on the side that were guarding the cavern see you as you get into the bit where you actually came into this cave system and you start swimming and darting through the fronds of weeds and they're whipping at your face and you're still clutching onto Sheba and, they're laughing and pointing above and she comes back and she starts to go back through the huddle of Koa Lymph, and she bowls them all out of the way and this time they're all shouting and cursing. And she comes all the way back and launches into the air. The whole length of her long body just leaves the water and then she dives back in underwater. You probably get the chance to get an air, uh, a breath of air as she hits the water and then she stops next to her owner and you're still clinging to her back and he he just says pretty fun isn't that yours
4: that was fucking brilliant
1: <laughs> so uh are you gonna team up with us as well
4: yeah if you got these things in there
1: Could yeah well we'll we'll bring them
4: you got any for sale
1: persuasion check
4: sale
3: Natural 20. <laughs> wow.
4: Take mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> he goes, Oh, well, uh, my brother's got Sheba's uh,
1: sister. She's a bit of a handful, but, uh, well, he do not really like her because she bites him. Uh, I'll probably sort you out. How what much? You give me for her. Well, you tell me what it's worth, and I'll tell you if it's enough. you got 10 gold. Uh, yeah. Deal. Yeah. Uh, give me the ten gold. Uh, wait, wait a minute, how are we going to do this? I'm not even from around here.
4: Where's the eel? Uh, like, a long way, really. <laughs> well, then this was pointless, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose it was, wasn't it? Wasted not rule 20 on this. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Wasted my rolls, mate.
1: Uh, well, I'll tell you what, if are you in this alliance? If you're in this alliance, we'll... Uh, if we have the big fight. You know, our armies team up. I'll get you. I'll get your Sheba's sister. She's called uh, Mary. <laughs> 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 Can I just put out... This
0: is what I imagine Jason Statham's inner fix Fucking hell. Just a deep um, gravelly voice arguing with it. So yeah.
1: well. Oh, and by the way, on a nat 20, um, you've earned the trust of the Lockathon. Oh, booyah. Uh and that would be another plus five. Lock uh at far. You guys on the outside are just watching just these underwater conversations skipping or stones. swimming conversations. Can, can You're me, skimming stones. Can
0: me and Uriel have a skipping scone conversation? <laughs> Even
1: I'll better take with scones. Two uh, sleight of hand checks, Uriel versus um Shale. Twelve.
0: Five.
1: <coughs> Uriel, you just sink a couple of big ones with a boop, and splashes come out. Uh, Shell, you're pretty good at skimming stones. You probably had some practice. As the time comes, eat
4: my pebbles, you he, devil-looking bitch. <laughs> you speaking to Uriel? Uh, He's a teethlit right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. As um, as you say this, a couple of guards come and. Uh, they say uh, and you're
4: throwing their their, their larval eggs.
1: <laughs> Othikan wants to see you. Would you all the salt, mar- uh, salt water, salt marsh, salt marsh? Would the salt marsh party of delegates please return to Othikan?
0: How do we, like, <laughs> I stick my head under the water and try and yell? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you get a lot of salt water in there. <laughs>
0: Uh, tastes like my armpits. Um, I don't know. how We're gonna get them out. I'll, I'll start um, throwing is, stones down. Is Rajesh
2: still there?
1: Uh, Rajesh is not there. No. Oh, okay. It wasn't no Rajesh that commented to get you. Oh, sorry. Rajesh was the merfolk Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Rajesh is there, uh, talking with uh Nikas.
2: Okay. Uh, underwater, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, quite. Right. Deep under yeah, there.
2: can't really get their attention or anything. Then
1: uh, you can with your stones and stuff. They realise that you're trying to draw their attention and they they come up.
2: That's it. Yeah, I was just gonna kind of speak to <laughs> speak to Rajesh <laughs> and say, can you, uh, yeah, can you round up the folk? You know, we got uh, got some business. Bye then.
1: <laughs> you you get rounded up and ya, uh, obviously Nickass and Strand, you are fucking soaking wet. And you are escorted as a team to Othakent. She's still in the sparring area, but there's no sparring happening now. And she says, well, you've just about had your time with us.